Well, despite domestic issues, the JSC has proved to be resilient, with the all-share gaining 8.3% year-to-date. And analysts don't expect things to slow down anytime soon as they continue to find value in certain South African sectors. We're now joined by Bank of America's John Morris to share his outlook on local markets. Thank you so much for your time, John. Just uh, starting off with the global picture and particularly uh, the U.S. I'm not sure how sentiment is today because we are seeing a turnaround in the markets. But uh, before uh, markets turned around today, we really did have markets buying into uh, the narrative that because of slowing inflation, that we might start to see Fed interest rate cuts um, as early as the second part of 2023. But uh, Bank of America had a briefing earlier on and uh, it came out that the bank actually disagreed agrees with the with uh, the narrative that the Fed might cut rates in 2023. What is informing this view? And I guess uh, what uh, map of the Fed's path do you have in your view? Yeah, sure, Zanaki. So we've pushed out the timing of our outlook for a mild recession in the U.S. economy by a quarter. And we still see consumer spending uh, resilient, mm -hmm. strong labor markets, excess savings, declining energy prices, and easier financial conditions. So with that in mind, uh, labor markets still remain solid. We still think the Fed has more work to do. So we expect hikes from the Fed of 25 basis points in February, March, and May, then on hold. And we were expecting a cut in the last quarter of this year, but we pushed it out to the first quarter of, of next year. Uh, all right. Yeah, just uh, commenting on that consumer spending still resilient. I mean, uh, just from yesterday, even though uh, it did fall by 1.1% on a month-on-month -month basis, on a year-on-year -year basis, it was still up 6%. And, of course, the labor market does still remain quite tight. We did have initial jobless claims uh, uh, today coming out and falling uh, more than expected. Uh, the uh, fund manager survey uh, was recently released by the Bank of America. And I'm wondering what the scale is between the bulls and the bears. So on the Global Fund Manager Survey, they are less bearish, but they are still bearish. But if you look at, for example, cash levels, they were 5.9%. They fell to 5.3%. So you can see less, less bearish on the fact that China reopening, energy prices lower, inflation prints lower in the U.S., expectations for the Fed to start cutting at some point in the future. And um, those, those factors have made them less bearish. Mm. But the uh, cash levels are still high relative to history. So it's still a cautious tone. And if you look at the positioning in equities, there are two standard deviations below normal positioning. So still very con very cautious on the outlook. And I think that means that the pain trading markets are still up in the very short term. But we are going into a recession in the U.S. And so one must be cautious not to be chasing equities too aggressively at this point. 
Yeah. Uh, John, across the board in the uh, investment uh, environment, there seems to be quite a, a bullishness on uh, the emerging markets where uh, there's a shift expected uh, in investment from developed markets to emerging markets. What's behind this overweight position in emerging markets? So I think that's China reopening. China reopening, weaker dollar. Mm. You know, we've been waiting for a weak dollar for, for a very long time. The whole theme last year was strong dollar. Dollar. And if you look at the global survey, there's a big underweight in the U.S., and the managers shifted into EM. So there's a, a decent overweight in EM now. Uh. And it's rotation away from what worked in the last decade, which was tech, towards emerging markets where there's very good value and there's a good focus on there's good growth in, in EM. You know, China, we think, will grow 5.5% this year, 6% next year. We've got U.S. growth this year at 0.7%, 0.3% next year. So the differential between China and the U.S. is uh, very substantial, and you haven't seen that for a very long time. Yeah. John, That's bullish for China and commodities. Yes, exactly. So I actually just wanted to zoom in on that, especially South Africa, because, I mean, with the reopening of China, the immediate sector to benefit from that is the resources sector. But surely there are other sectors that are set to benefit. I mean, how should one play China's reopening in the South African context? Yes, so I think what we always say is that commodities are the glue for domestic assets. So we are rising commodities from China reopening, then that's supportive rand. It's supportive your South Africa 10-year bond yields, mm. so they go lower. So that's a, a good environment for, say, the bank sector, where you've got earnings coming through still from banks, and you can have a re-rating, and you've got decent dividends. So I think longer-term resources, because you can have a re-rating. Mm. Banks, you can have a re-rating and earnings growth, um, and then other sectors like luxury, Richmond, yeah. you know, and Nasbeth, Process. But they've all rallied hard thus far, so we must just be careful about one's timing and time horizon. I think the path for South Africa is up, but it can be choppy, and it's rallied hard thus far. And if we go into U.S. recession, we could have a big a pullback could be meaningful, then we must buy that pullback for post the U.S. recession and ongoing China reopening. John, even amid all this bullishness, I mean, there's still the challenge of load shedding in South Africa. And I mean, the mm -hmm. worry goes as far as Bank of America um, uh, really predicting that load shedding will be worse in 2023 or persist more than in 2022. And you've even revised down your growth outlook for 2022 from 1.3% previously uh, to 1%. So how does that filter then uh, to your appetite for South African equities and debt assets? Yes, so that's the environment we're in at the moment, but yet the stock market's going up. Yeah. And everyone's scratching their heads and you know, wondering what, you know, what's going on. We all feel glum in South Africa, but the Aussie is, is, is at you know, all-time highs. So if you have a you know, global Trump's local, if you have a strong global uh, environment uh, or risk on, 
uh, and markets had rallied recently because it's risk on. China helped that as well. Then that leads to uh, re-rating in your domestic sectors because the rand is firming, the bond yields are coming in. If you had risk off and load shedding, that wouldn't be a good environment because you'd have to have the market would demand high equity risk premium, the bond market higher risk premium. So those assets would come off in that environment. Mm. So we need China, we need commodities. Um, but of course, you can debate whether China will offset U.S. Um, in the Asian survey, the investors think that China equities will do well, even though S&P is falling. Right. So there will be a setback for us on the U.S. recession, and then your equity risk premium go up, and the load shedding would maybe compound things. It's not a good story for yeah. earnings for domestic stocks and consumer stocks, yeah. which I think we must be careful of. All right. Well, thank you very much for your time and for giving us that detail on the outlook for 2023 from the Bank of America, uh, South Africa investment strategist at Bank of America, John Morris.